Hello, this is John Withers. Welcome to Table Talk. How are you faithing today? Today is very special for me because today is my wife and I's anniversary. We've been married a very long time, and we got married young. So I want to talk with you today a little bit about how to be married for a lifetime because that's my experience. We have been married 61 years today. I hesitate to tell you that because I know I don't seem old enough to be married 61 years. <laughs> and uh, I don't um, embrace the idea of getting old because I believe that uh, people who are old talk about the past, which I don't. I talk mostly about the future and only the past as it informs the future. So I uh, want you to stay engaged with me in spite of the fact that I've been married 61 years. Uh, so how is that possible? People often ask, and some people make jokes about it, uh, things like, well, I just do whatever she says. Well, that's ridiculous. Uh, people don't do that. In reality, there are some qualities of an enduring marital relationship which uh, are critical to longevity in marriage. Uh, I believe the um, the most significant of the, those uh, when you are just starting out and which you must maintain throughout married life is determination to stay married. It is a recognition that the, the Bible teaching on the subject is such that we're just not to view ourselves as having an option. You see, there are many times that my wife or I or both of us at the same time may have given up on our relationship except that we're both committed to Jesus. And a commitment to Jesus is the single most helpful thing that will keep two people married for life. You see, God wants us definitely to stay married to the same person all our lives. There are a lot of reasons for that. One is that the family, the children, experience so much greater stability, and um, the community is enriched through um, families who are strong and stable. And staying together is not something that just happens naturally. As a matter of fact, I think we're more inclined to conflict than we are to peace because we're in a fallen world and we're fallen people. But we don't have to embrace that and live that way. If you're determined to stay married, you can. So what are some of the other things that need to happen for that determination to be undergirded, well, the first thing that needs to happen is that over time, a few years, you grow to love each other biblically. I'm not talking about uh, uh, a shallow kind of love like loving America or apple pie. I'm talking about sacrificial, self-giving love, uh, the kind that's described in the Bible. Now, that love usually is very, very shallow or weak when people first marry because we're attracted to someone who can add something to our lives. 
And so we're pretty much attracted uh, to someone who we believe can add something to our lives, which means that most initial relationships in marriage are pretty much selfish. That's not bad. That's just the way it is. So love happens over time in which the selfishness turns to sacrifice. And that'll just happen. Just stay together and that'll happen. But there are some other things that need to happen. For instance, when either one of you fails the other, perhaps even as uh, significant as unfaithfulness, there needs to be repentance and forgiveness. When I have talked to couples which ha in which they have experienced unfaithfulness on the part of one or the other, I basically only have two questions to the offender. I say, have you repented? And if the answer is yes, I look at the offended one and say, have you forgiven them? And if they say yes, I say, then you can make it. We can forgive any sin against us by the grace of God. For you see, when you remember that God has forgiven you all your sins unreservedly and completely, it should motivate you to forgive others. In fact, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, forgive us our sins in the same way that we forgive others their sins. So the standard of measurement for us to experience forgiveness is how we forgive others. So we need to be ready and willing to forgive the offenses. But on the positive side, we need to appreciate one another. And uh, we need to accept one another as is, in spite of our huge differences, which we may have. We need to learn to cooperate together. And eventually, you, like I believe my wife and I experience, will have indescribable bliss. That's what we all look for on the wedding day when we're looking into the eyes of that one with whom we're so enamored. And we think, my life is just going to be indescribable bliss. Well, it's not going to be that, but it can become really close to it over time. And I celebrate today 61 years of the evolving of a relationship and the determination for it to last so that now we experience indescribable bliss. Don't give up. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, please, I pray for that person listening today who is struggling in their marriage relationship. I ask you, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit to give them determination to not give up, but rather to trust you to make this relationship work. And I pray for those who are just starting out, those who have been together a long time, that today might be a wonderful day of joy and peace and blessing together. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of marriage. In your name we pray. Amen.